This is El Paisano Media, and you're listening to EPM Network. Runners, welcome back to Real Hondo Sports Zone. I'm your host, Mia Alvarez. I am also your online sports editor. What's and up? here I have Matthew, Lorenzo, and Noah. Yes. Yes, we are back. Yes, we are back. Your favorite podcast. Live here and now. Uh, Real Talk is pretty good, too. You should listen to that one Yeah, as go well. check it out. Me and Mia were actually on that last episode. <laughs> Boom. Go check it out. But yeah, let's jump right into the news. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Come on, Mia. Okay. This is the third episode. Let's get it third together. Episode. We love it. Third episode. We're still going strong. Yes. So Alrighty, guys. We're gonna go over what already happened already. Uh, the men's soccer played on Tuesday, October 25th against Long Beach. W. It, w- it was a win. W. And then the women's soccer played on also Tuesday, October 25th against Long Beach, and they lost. But we have men's water polo on Thursday, October 27th against Crafton Hills. It was a win, 12 to 19. And then men's water polo also played another game that day against Citrus, and it was also a win. Uh, women's water polo played on Wednesday, October 26th against Pasadena City. Um, it was a win. And women's volleyball played Wednesday, October 26th against Desert, and it was a win. Hey, great week for Rio Hondo oh, Athletics. Thanks. There's only what? They went. There's only one, two, three. Wait, one, two, three. Only one four, loss. Yeah. It was great. Five and one. Especially yeah. that women's volleyball win. Oh. What a great game that was, man. Me and I were both there shooting, writing. Let's start off with that. Yeah, let's oh. jump right into that then, I guess. Um, yeah, women's volleyball played desert. It was a fantastic game. Um, they won three to one, by the way. They won three to one, yes. by the way. Um, it was a fantastic game. They played really uh, electric. I will say this, and to quote uh, Nadine uh, Orono's number seven on the team. She was saying, yeah, we felt a little bit out of sync. And but she's, she's like, you know what? We all, you, you've seen us play. We've played a little bit, you know, more cohesive. We played a little bit better, but we were a little out of sync today. But you know what? We still got the dub out of it. And, you know, I can agree with her more. There was, there was times where you're looking at the opposing team and they're getting frustrated over the simple mistakes. And I, I think at one point, right, Mia, the, the coach started yelling at them. Yes, the coach Ooh. was being really... Coach Hesco. No, not no, Coach Hesco. Uh, oh, the, the opposing coach. team coach. Oh, the opposing coach. They kept yeah. saying, like, oh, you know, that they're not doing something. And then Esco made it calmly and, like, oh, you know, just stay quiet. You know, just, you know, not bringing up the, like... Wait, the other coach yeah, was, was yelling trying, at... Yeah, he, was Art- to, he was trying to heckle Esco. Yes. Oh. Heckle, the, heckle, the, heckle the refs, heckle Esco. Because he said it wasn't... They're doing something. Yelling at his girls. It was... Scoreboard. Exactly. Even, even one <laughs> one girl on the other team, she got hit in the face with the ball, and she still was playing. And the coach was like, "Get out! What are you doing? Say like, something!" Yes. Yeah, and it's something. like you can't yell at her because it wasn't her fault. It's like it's like getting a bad hop in baseball, and it hits you in the face. It's not your yeah. fault. You got a bad mm, hop. Yeah, Same yeah, thing. Yeah. She got a the ball had a bad bounce off the arm, hit her in the eye. It's yeah. not like it's her fault. She's trying to keep playing for the sake of the team, you know. But I don't know. It was again like Nadine said they were they said they were playing a little out of sync. And yes, it was a little visible, but they still got a dub. They're still a fantastic team that dominated Desert. And, you know, it was aud- like audibly and physically visible on those other approaching coaches' uh, faces. And that was a non league game, non- correct? Yeah, non conference. Non conference yeah. game. So they're going to head, they're going to uh, 
uh, go back into conference for the next game? Today. Today, actually. Today. Yes. Actually, actually, today on Friday. We are recording yes. this on Friday. This comes out on Monday, so they have already played. The score will all be out by now. But today on Friday, November, the f- they will be playing uh, next Wednesday, actually, at against Long Beach City College here at home. Actually, that today. So they will be playing next week when this comes out. Uh, Monday, go support them at 6 o'clock. It's going to be a fantastic game. Please, please, please go out and show your support. Yeah. And they are they are newly ranked right now. Yeah. Number 21 in the state. They moved up? Yes. After beating PCC and Mountain Sack, right now they have a three-game winning streak with, with wins over PCC, Mountain Sack, and Desert College. And a huge shout-out, uh, before we forget, to number four, Faith Water. She was, she was named State Player of the Week by the CCWBA last week for her performance. Oh, uh, you messed that one up. I did, but it's gonna, I know. <laughs> we're going to play with more soundboards today. Yes. I had the chance to interview Wada um, during the game against uh, Pasadena. Oh, cool. Yeah, she said, like, oh, I asked her, like, oh, how does it feel to be State Player? And she's like, it feels really cool. I wasn't really expecting it. I feel like it's all my teammates, honestly, but I don't do that much. They're the ones swinging. They're the ones passing to me. So you love it's a humble showed, player. You love humble yes, players. Showed a lot of teamwork on the humble on, and the, kind. on the court too. But yeah, I I love seeing uh, number sixteen, Jalen Garcia. She's the middle hitter, and then the outside hitter, Jennifer Martinez, number twelve. They're mm-hmm. both freshmen at Rio Hondo, and they were showing like a whole dynamic duo on the court. By making sure the ball didn't get on their side of the net. Wow, freshman barely coming up in the program. Jennifer Martinez brings the energy. She's one of the co-captains of that team with Nadine. Brings a lot of energy onto that side. Even when she's coming off, she's like, yeah, let's go. Like into the mic. But she's like, yeah, let's go. She's high-fiving the entire bench, high-fiving the coaching staff. She brings the fire. She brings the energy. We love uh, Jennifer Martinez on this podcast. Yeah, before we, we move on, they have an overall record of 95. A common record of five and two, and they currently sit in third place behind uh, Al Camino with a six and two record by just one game. So if they can beat their SEC opponent today, then they can be tied with Al Camino. A little good division race right there. Yes, they will make the playoffs. It's oh just yes. who wants number one. Yes. And speaking of the playoffs, they they have um. They have four conference games to go to end the season. Two out of the four games are home games, which is Long Beach and PCC. And like I said earlier, they have a 6-2 record, so they like playing at home. I like watching them at home. They're so amazing. They're so good. So much energy on the court. That that PCC game is probably going to be the the most important game of their season. And it's at at home, so that's a little better for them. They've already beat them once, yeah. and they were ranked. I don't know if PCC is ranked right now. No, I think they're, they're out of it after real. Oh, really? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that game should be good, too. I think this, was it this Friday? Next next Friday, November 4th, they're going to be going against Elac. Yes. So, that's At a rival Elac. theirs. See what happens. And Another big game. We, oh, wait. Uh, that's a that's game I drive for. Yes. Lorenzo, <laughs> me, and... And Mia were all there, and you can see the coaches' emotions after they fell apart. So oh, we'll see yeah, what they do at home. I need to ask for a day off of work. Yeah, you so do. I can- <laughs> we need to go. You need to watch a women's volleyball game. I need to go to a game. Yes, 
I am so sorry, women's volleyball. I apologize. You should definitely take the day off for that Eli game. We'll yes, I will definitely for the Eli game. Yes, um, maybe I'll, for a home game. I'll drive that Eli game. <laughs> uh, I'll go. I'll definitely go. And if you guys make the playoffs, I will go. And I heard that a new sport is slowly rising at Ping Rondo. Pong? Pickleball. The basketball team oh, is starting. Oh. starting up. Preseason? Yes. Preseason starting. They have said, a game. You uh, said new sport. So. Yeah, you said new sport. Yeah. And the new sport rising is pickleball right now. Pickleball? What's, pickleball? What's that? You don't know what pickleball is? No. It's okay. kind of like tennis. That? Yeah, think of like tennis for old people. So, <laughs> like, just imagine like, um, <laughs> it's basically a small yeah. tennis court and you play doubles and it's just like... you. What's up? <laughs> and you just like, you know, you just, you know. You just pickle yeah. the ball? I, this is bad for podcasting, but yeah, I'm moving my. Uh, he's my, making a weird motion. Yeah, motion I'm making a hat. weird motion with my hand. This. Yes. For those that are watching on YouTube, you right know, now, like flick a racket. And, you ever play a racket? Yes. Oh <laughs> Anyways, let's go back to real home. Yes, go back to basketball. Um. Yeah, they have a game to Tuesday, November 1st at 5 o'clock against Golden West College. And then they have another game Thursday, November 3rd at 3 o'clock against Orange Coast College, and they're both away games. Both scrimmages Ooh. as well. They haven't started the league yet, but it's going to be a good just uh, good little taste for uh, seeing what the program has to offer this season. Mm-hmm. Did you guys hear that um, men's soccer is also playing Tuesday, November 1st at 6 o'clock against Pasadena City College, and it's a home game. But then Friday, November 4th, I haven't got who they're playing or what time they're gonna be playing at, but I know it's gonna be the South Coast Conference tournament. The bracket yes. hasn't come out yet. Yes, yeah, the bracket, the bracket has yet to release, but they are playing Friday, October twenty eighth, the day we're recording. So um we'll see we'll see the results for that. Uh who knows, maybe we'll have a live show. Maybe oh. if it's a home game, a live show on the field on the field away. But with Rio defeated Long men's soccer defeated uh, Long Beach two to one in an SEC matchup this past Tuesday at Long Beach, and they extended their two game winning streak with SEC wins versus Compton and Long Beach. Where are they at division wise? Uh, they they currently sit in first place right now. Of their the other of, of the North Division, Sweet. so they it- crawled back up into the hunt, and they have a common record of four and two. And they're nine, nine and six and three overall. Yeah. And Cerritos, I'm guessing Cerritos is still undefeated. Do you know about that? Yes. Oh, they, they, are, they are still are. undefeated. Yeah. We'll get it. Could they go invincible this season? No losses? I feel like everyone that goes to Rio Hondo, if they end up playing uh, that matchup in the playoffs, everyone has to go. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone. Oh, yeah. Skip class. Skip class. We're not condoning skip class, guys. We're just <laughs> we, saying, potentially, if they play. We need a student section. We should get a student section. That'd be, just, that'd be really cool. That would be great. Like like the 3252, shout out LAFC. Mm. 3252, start jumping. Well, we don't have the same stadium they do, but start jumping and standing on bars, climbing the light towers. That'd be tight. That'd be really cool. But yeah, uh, men's soccer's really been having a decent season since uh, kind of starting off slow. To start, and then now, ever since the conference started, they've only lost once, yeah. I think. And like, oh you, no, they lost twice. You They're, were there. You were there versus the Rios. Yes. And you think it really made a factor after that game? Um, like after that game, they went on a tear. 
Yeah, they've won two in a row, and then they play tonight um, on a Friday. Um, But, you know, they they could get it. They could get uh, the final two games of the season. They could easily get it done, I think, and then they'll be pretty pretty, uh, set in the conference tournament. And then we'll see where they are, um, how far they go in that tournament. Yeah, Yeah. wish them all the luck. Women's soccer also play Tuesday, November the 1st at 4 against PCC here at home as well. Uh, wish them the best of luck as well. I think, you know, Rio Hondo soccer is fantastic. They're going to definitely uh, play, play, put up a, get a good game against PCC, uh, another, you know, city of Los Angeles rival that we have. Uh, they'll play very well. Yeah. Speaking of re- women's soccer, they recently lost to Long Beach by a score of 2-1 this past Tuesday on the 25th. They can finish on a high note with wins over El Camino on the 28th and PCC on November 1st to end the season. Yeah, they basically have the same schedule as the men's. Yes. Um, they play simultaneously. Yeah. So. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And they have an overall record of 4-7-2, and which is a below 500 record. The Lady Roadrunners currently sit in fourth place with a 1-3-1 record in the SEC North Division. Onwards and upwards, is only you can only go up from here. I have yes. a question. Do do they uh, automatically qualify for that tournament, or how does that work? Does everybody automatically qualify? Does it matter where you're at, at the end of the se- season? I don't know. I don't know. Either. Anybody, I don't, I don't anybody, please so. answer me. I, I don't <laughs> believe so because their, their division is uh, pretty We'll see. Once the brackets pretty, come out, we'll probably find out. Yeah, their division is pretty strapped, and uh, they have... They have a ways to go because they have a below 500 record, but I don't think that's the case. Yeah, did you guys see that uh, men's water polo and also women's water polo, they're also going to be playing both Thursday, November 3rd, because it's also going to be the El Camino South Coast Conference Championships. So I want to see how that goes. Congratulations to them playing in a a conference championship. They'll be... uh, Hopefully, if once the bracket gets released, hopefully they'll be playing at home so we mm-hmm. can all go out and support them. Go out and support them. Um, if not, we'll support them from here, from our desks. Um, but they'll do great. They'll be they'll play a fantastic game. Yeah, uh, men's water polo, right? Yeah. Yes. Men they they currently have a two game winning streak with wins over San Diego Mesa and Sidridge College. Update: They have a three game win streak. Oh, they just won. They just posted the score. Yes. Awesome. So yes, yesterday. Uh, Thursday, October twenty seventh, they beat Citrus College fifteen to thirteen. Yeah. So they're on a little roll here. And did they post the score ready for the day at twelve thirty, or no? No, they have not. Okay, so we'll see. Stay tuned. Oh, and then uh, wrestling is also going on right now. Uh, wrestling is happening. They just had a. They're gonna have a game November second at seven o'clock against Palomore College. And then they're also going to have another game the next Wednesday, November 9th, at 7 o'clock against Santa Ana College. And both of them are away, so I want to see how they're going to do. Yeah, speaking of uh, Rio Hondo uh, men's wrestling. Yeah, what do you got to say, no about uh, yes. Rio Hondo men's wrestling? <laughs> I'm going to say this respectfully. <laughs> um, I had Respect. a hard time looking over their stats. Uh, if any way possible, the men's wrestling program can update their scores. On on the Rio Hondo Athletic website, that that would be wonderful. But thanks to Instagram and all these Rio Hondo platforms, I was able to figure out that they post everything on their own personal profile. 
And with that being said, uh, Rio Hondo's wrestler, Evan Emmett McCarlo, was named Wrestler of the Week by Wrestler Report. He is currently wearing first. You love that soundbite. It's going to be yes. the best soundbite we ever well, had. He is currently ranked first in the state at 285 pounds. So I don't want to mess with him. Oh, my God. <laughs> and also, with that being said, um, he also took first place at the Meathead Movers Tournament last week on October 27th. Congratulations to him. Yes. He's, sounds like he's really dominating. Yes. yes. Unlike the wrestling department and updating their scores. Mm. Why? Why? <laughs> Dude, we're just roasting them, bro. Oh, my God. It's a good podcast today, guys. We're Respectfully roasting. Respectfully. That's it's the like here. our favorite <laughs> athletic uh, sport here at Rio Hondo is women's volleyball. But we also... Yes. We don't pick favorites here. <laughs> we don't pick favorites. It's no, anonymous. This is anonymous. I see our faces on these cameras. <laughs> uh, no, they're not so, the favorite. Um, do you guys have anything else you guys want to say about Rio Hondo sports? But they're fantastic, and we should all, as a student they body... They had a great week. Yes. yes. And as a student yes. body, we should all go out and support our teams. Uh, women's volleyball, men's, men and women's soccer, uh, wrestling when they come around. Basketball, when it starts starting up. Baseball, as it's coming soon, I see them practicing on the field. Softball, we should all go out and support our teams. They're representing us. They're going to do fantastic, and we love yes. them. They're already 100%. doing fantastic. They're yeah. amazing. And mo- most of the fall sports are at the end of the season, and just a few programs are heading into the playoffs or looking to get into the playoffs. So I'm we'll proud see. of water polo because, you know, the last time we recorded, they they didn't have a great Correct. A schedule, and now they won three in a row. Men's yeah. water polo. Coming back, hey, onwards and upwards. Maybe yes. it's a good luck term doing this podcast. Maybe they heard something. They heard us. Yeah, yes. they probably did. Shout us out. Shout us out. So, yeah, right now we're going to go on to professional. So get your popcorn. Get your drinks. We're gonna talk about we have a lot here. of we have a lot of stuff to say. Yes. More specifically, we're Tom very Brady. opinionated. <laughs> we're very opinionated. We are very <laughs> opinionated. So I just found that Tom Brady becomes the most sack quarterback in the NFL history as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers suffer a third straight defeat. Before him, it was Ben Roethlisberger. From Pittsburgh Steelers. So Roth what are you guys? Thins. What? Roth Thins. I just Roth think of burgers every time I hear it. Cheeseburger. One of my favorite clips. Um, If you listen to the Fantasy Footballers, they have one of my favorite podcasting clips of all time. They're like, what he always thinks about whatever Ben Roethlisberger is in the pocket, he always thinks about cheeseburgers. Cheeseburgers. Yes, I don't know. Just- <laughs> Yeah, Tom Brady becomes the most sacked uh, quarterback now. As this morning, his wife finalizes his divorce. After being married for 13, 13 years, 13 huh? years. How many kids? Three kids? Three, kids? three or four kids. Three or four kids. But on that note, Brady posted this IG statement today, and I have a few bits and pieces. So apparently, they already filed already. He said, and I quote, In recent days, my wife and I finalized our divorce more another after 13 years. Also, doing so, is it, a, is it, it is, of course, painful and difficult, like, like it is for many other people who go through the same thing every day, and finally, they ask for their privacy and their respect. Yeah, it's, uh, it's sad, but I genuinely 
I think, yeah, it could affect... It's probably affecting his game. I think, especially, I know reports were coming out beforehand that it effect, it's it been affecting him because of him coming out of retirement. And, you know, Giselle didn't want him to come out of retirement. She wanted him to stay retired, and he obviously didn't. Um, and that was where the, the waters and the issues have, have started. Yes. Um, I just don't think... I think that, yes, that part is affecting him in his headspace, but I also think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers aren't that good. Yeah, yeah they lost Thursday night against the Ravens. 27-22, I believe. They aren't that good, so I really can't blame Yes, a divorce. Yeah. He, he can't do it all. It's, it's the same yeah. GOAT argument, you know, in any sport, you know. Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo, Tom Brady, you can't just leave it all on them and expect them to win games for you. It's so yes. While I think this divorce could be affecting him, I just don't think, you know, with a with that team that he has, that's not the Buccaneers team of what two years ago when they won yeah. the Super Bowl. Yeah. Correct. That's not them. Yeah. I think they are on the decline. I think that Super Bowl year was. I'm not gonna say a fluke. I'm not <laughs> gonna say a Mickey Mouse ring, but you know, it's definitely not, you know, who they are now. Now, other big news is uh, Jamar Chase is out. For four no. to six weeks. Yes. No, I gotta pull up my fantasy. With, yeah, with the hip injury. With the hip injury. So if you have him on your lineups right now, you better change. Them. Yep. Oh wait, it's, it's this is coming out on Monday. Yeah. So you're a little uh, late on that. Yeah, I'm a little late on that. So do I trade him? Do you trade Jamar Chase, Chase in fantasy? He's, I, I I believe yes, you do because like Adam Chapter said. Uh, four to six weeks, and within four to six weeks, a lot can happen. Y- yes, and you're looking at towards kind of like the end of the season, fantasy wise. Tyler Boyd rankings are going to sh- yes go up, up, and uh, T Higgins. Yeah, putting fantasy football aside, did you guys hear what what happened with Russell Wilson on the flight? <laughs> to God, what isn't happening with Russell Wilson? Yes, everything right now. <laughs> Let me catch you up to date right here. Apparently, according to multiple uh, reports, he exercises in the middle of the aisles while every every other of his teammates were asleep. How do you guys feel about that? And is that a selfish move on his part? In the aisles, like... He was doing high knees. High knees, et cetera. (laughs) In what what aisles? In the middle aisle of the the airplane. Yeah. <laughs> mind this, mind this. An 18 hour flight to London from Denver to London. That's terrible. So he broke it down with reporters when he landed. He said for the first two hours he did film, then for four hours he did the high knees, all these other things. He did not do high knees for four hours. There's no shot you do high <laughs> knees for four hours. And then he took two naps, and then by the time they landed, he was gonna go. But apparently it worked because uh, now he's activated from the IR list. So yeah, but at the same time, why are you gonna be like that? You're on a 12-hour flight. Like, hour wouldn't flight. you want to see Russell Wilson just like doing high knees? No, in the middle if of I'm like, an athlete, <laughs> if I'm an athlete that is coming off of a game, and I'm on a 12-hour flight, let alone if you're not an athlete and you're coming off a 12-hour flight from L- London to LA or London to Denver. I don't want anybody bothering me. <laughs> and, he, and he also said when he got off the plane and spoke to reporters over in London, he said he wasn't jet lag. He wasn't jet lag? How can he be not jet lag? Well, I mean, he was working out. Well, true, but at the same time, <laughs> why you got to be like that? I'm just trying to, like imagine, like, imagine you're in your seat, right? You're in your seat. You got. You hear this person, <clears> like. 
You, you got other people snoring next to you. You're trying to watch a show on Netflix, and you got Russell Wilson just doing high knees, do, 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 do. Just, just doing his high knees in the middle of the seat. Why you gotta be that guy? I'd honestly throw my like the pilot's just like, can yeah. we stop doing high knees in the middle? Yeah. He turns on the the seatbelt sign. It yeah. says, "Get in your seat. Get in your seat." We're now. experiencing major turbulence. Yeah, spirit causing turbulence. Oh, Russell Wilson, oh my man. god! Not the same guy as he was in the Seahawks, is he? And to think he's making over three hundred million plus. When the he's Mister Unlimited. Yes, he is. Unlimited. <laughs> yeah, like Unlimited. It, like his uh, sandwich commercials from Subway. Hey now, <laughs> woo! Okay, I have a really good like. What is it? A very good question. Mm-hmm. So. The Los Angeles Rams wide receiver Cooper Cup says that playing on grass is better than playing on turf. I agree. Which no. is better? 100%. Grass or turf? What? Grass. Grass. What? The what? amount grass. of injuries that these players are getting because of turf, especially um, what was that wide receiver on the the Giants? Uh, I forgot his name. I mean, if the if the grass no. is well oh, tended daily, Sterling Shepard. Yeah. Sterling Shepard. He Sterling got Shepherd. he got his ACL torn simply because he cr- yeah. he uh, stepped on the turf. He was running and he stepped wrong or something. Yeah, but that's just that can happen anywhere though. Like you look in like um last season, Marcelo or not Marcelo, Ronald Cooney Jr. tore his ACL on grass in Atlanta. Well, he hit the wall pretty hard. <laughs> Dude, but that's not hitting the wall. That's that when I if I remember that play correctly, it's him taking the step. Oh yes, that's right. But he step. was on dirt. That wasn't on the dirt, it was on the grass. I gotta then rewatch that. On, I gotta rewatch that <laughs> clip. It was on the it was on the grass. But at the same time, if this grass is well tended. I will I will agree, but at the same time, there's too many variables with grass, with real grass, and there was I think turf is the best. Yes, mm, I mean if the if the players are asking for grass, and yeah, I think if you play, you have to give the player. The yeah, and and the NFL has the every stadium has the money to do it. Oh, you have yes, they do. They had the, the Arizona Cardinals. There's they could easily have turf because they are the in, in, indoor dome. But they have uh they, they have, have that technology. Grass. Yes. Yes. They have that technology. They have uh real grass in their stadium, so as the and I believe the, the Raiders. The, the Raiders, the Raiders have the yes. same thing. So, you know, every NFL uh stadium could have grass and the the new stadiums that are coming out, like the Bills renders yes. for the new stadium and the Titans renders for the new stadium, I hope they have grass too. Yeah. Speaking of NFL players, how about this trade deadline prior to the trade deadline coming up? According to Adam Schefter, multiple trades have already happened. Giants traded wide receiver. Kadarius Tony. Yes, to KC, Kansas City Chiefs. And the Bears traded Robert Quinn to the Eagles. Panthers traded McCaffrey to the, to the Niners. Biggest least of all time. Yes. And then also the Panthers traded Robbie Anderson to the Arizona Cardinals. The Jets traded running back James Robinson to the That is New a York big Jets. one. Yes, it is. That is a big one. Let me yes. talk about that one real quick. Go because, ahead. <laughs> because laughing. <laughs> speaking of <laughs> speaking of domes, guys. The Major League Baseball World Series is starting today oh, as on. we record this. Oh, can we can we one second? One second, one second. Okay, let's go to the World Series. I I, yeah. I, I think we're good. <laughs> So the World Series is starting today. <laughs> as we record this, it's Friday. We're starting today. Uh, it starts today at 5 as the Phillies head to Houston yes. to take on the Houston Astros. Speaking of domes, guys, is the dome going to be open today or is it going to be closed? It's going to be closed. Oh. According to Bob Nightingale. Big factor. That's a big factor. Is yes. it? 
I think so. I think if the dome's closed, I think Judge's bomb goes. Do they have real grass? We're not talking about the Yankees. Yes. Yes. But the Phillies, I think the Phillies, my big bold prediction here for the World Series, is the Phillies beat the Astros. In five games. Oh my goodness! I think Whoa, it's the, all right, last wait, time let's you, jinxed, see. you jinxed the other ones. You're like, oh yeah, they're gonna come, they're gonna win, and then they lost. Well, I said about they the Phillies. Lost. I, I let's hear, let's I've hear been yours. correct about the Phillies. What's let's your hear prediction yours. here? For what? World Series. Oh, I have to go for Phillies. But how many like, games? How many games? They'll probably win it all. I'm, I'm just thinking they'll win it all. In Ash- how many games? Four. Oh, Big sweep. dude, like you're that. sweeping oh, that's, that? That's a bold thing. I like, yeah. I like but, the sweep. But I like how Mia checked Lorenzo's receipts right there. I really hey. like that. But, but I've been right with all my Phillies no. predictions. <laughs> yes, you have. Yes, you I've have. I've jinxed every other team but the Phillies. Yes, you hey, have. I called the Padres being the Dodgers. Dodgers. You jinxed the yes, you Padres. Because oh, yeah. the Phillies are the <laughs> Shout out Philly, guys. Yeah. I know, but I think, I think Philly take. I say five games because I think once you go to Philadelphia... You can't hang. Dude, the energy there is electric. It's insane. You saw the Padres oh, go to yeah. Philly and got dominated. Mm-hmm. And then, I think the same thing. Houston hasn't gone to Philly. I don't know. Do you and, think and Do you think this World Series might end up how it happened in 2019 where uh, every uh um away game was won by our every game was won by the away team? Maybe. No, because yes. I don't want to take this game to 7. I don't want it to go back to Houston. I think if it goes back to Houston, I think one hundred percent. It might be a little harder for the Phillies, just because. But again, just that that Astros bullpen is so good. Yes, their starting pitch is insane. Justin Verlander, Framber Valdez, Lance McCullers is getting back to his old ways. It's it's such a scary team, pitching wise, you know. But if you look on paper and then you compare it to the field, it's a whole other oh yeah situation. But speaking game one starters tonight: Aaron Nola versus vintage Justin Verlander. That is a game one. It's a great matchup. Matchup right there. Perfect. Matchup. I think we might have to end this podcast early, though, because I want to go watch it. I know. Go on. <laughs> so stupid. How long does Justin Verlander... He's a free agent this, this, this offseason. How long do we think he, he keeps up this form? Do you think that come next season he falls off? Because he's, he's pushing 40. Yes, he is. I think if they win it all, I think he's going to do another two years, and that's it. Or maybe Kate Upton is going to do a Giselle hard and force him out of retirement. But I don't think that's going to happen. I doubt it. But anyways, who's coming in harder, the Astros or the Phillies? Neither. You know why I say neither? The pie. Because they had rest. Both of them, they had rest. Equally, yeah. This is equal ground here. Plus, I think the Astros might have an advantage. Even though the Astros, I saw a stat somewhere where they haven't won game one in the World Series. Ever? Wow! I think in their in their chances that they've come because they didn't win against the yeah. Dodgers in game one. No, they did not. They didn't. They lost the the Nationals in nineteen. They lost to the Braves. It's just what is it? What is it not voodoo? Huh? Like when like they're your curse? You curse? Because, it's yeah. game one curse? Like bad yes. juju? But it's the same. Their, what is it? When they cheated that one time? Like well, that's I think yeah, That's different. It's a that's curse. It's a curse. Um, I just don't think. I just think I get that they're coming in on equal rest. But I think that Phillies team is going to ride that wave. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you, I agree. Because the Phillies just, they they weren't supposed to go no. this far. They were below they 500. Went, they went from 13 wins to, uh, let me do math real quick. Anyways, they went from 13 wins 
and now they only have to win four more. Exactly. Yes. It's this this team, you know, it was we were all expecting if the playoffs predictions were perfect, it was gonna be a Dodgers, Braves, NLCS. According to Statcast, the Dodgers would have won make it to the World Series. But you know what? I don't mind them not making it to the World Series. I'm not hurt by this it. team is so fun to root for. Yeah. Yes. It was just like the Mariners. <laughs> that ended well for for you, right? Yeah, no. But yes. this Philly team, I think, is going to actually do something. Bryce Harper's been fantastic. Yeah. Speaking of Bryce Harper, what big three are you guys going to take? Phillies with Harper, Kyle Schroeder, and Reese Hawkins, or the Astros with Jordan Alvarez, Jose Otuber, and uh, Brigman? I'm taking the Phils all the way. Yes. And if the roof is not going to be closed, I think the balls are going to be fine oh, in yeah. Houston. Oh, yeah. Because they're in a dome, and the way Kyle Schwarber is hitting bombs right now, and Bryce Harper. 500 feet nukes. Boom. Over 500 feet. That's my <laughs> prediction. I like that. I gonna, see a 500 They're going to hit the train. Watch. You can book me right here. Like Jorge Soler last year? Yes. But that or, was with an open roof. Or pool holes that in 2005. Was. Yes, you think that's was. why they're closing it? To avoid a Jorge Soler. Nuke? <laughs> 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 yes. Maybe. I don't know. This That's baseball is so unpredictable That's and it's so unforgiving one. that we can never predict the perfect game. Yes. As I've been told by the Dodgers. Yes. Speaking of the Dodgers, one of their biggest trade targets, or their biggest targets this offseason, Aaron Judge, has officially unfollowed the Yankees. I saw somewhere where he never followed the Yankees. Did he never follow the I I would never know. Yeah, me I neither. But I don't care about Aaron Judge like that. I don't know who to trust, but... Um, yeah. followed the, he followed the A's. Oh, did he? Imagine he you know what? Imagine he I goes to the A's. <laughs> no, a world where he goes to the A's honestly. with that sloppy stadium. No, <laughs> Oakland Stadium's so nasty. <laughs> I, 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 I take on all the Oakland slander. Oakland is Oakland Stadium. The Coliseum is terrible. And they've been fighting for a new stadium for years. From the I think the hot take: the Oakland A's leave Oakland. Yes, probably go to Vegas. Hopefully, maybe. I think Vegas deserves a baseball And, team. hey, after Bryce Harper's in with Phillies, he might go to his hometown. Home Vegas. Yeah. He's in there for, what, 12 years? 13. 13 years. I was I like a Mike Trout contract. He won't. He, he retires with Phillies. You think it becomes like uh, Albert Pujols? Maybe. No. But speaking of the Dodgers, they have multiple Silver Slugger and Golden Glove Award winners. Um, Nominees. Mookie Betts, Chris Taylor, and Trey Turner are Silver Slugger. Finalist, I believe. Freddie Freeman as well. So, oh, Freddie Freeman. So, wish him all the best. I think they win it. I think. I think. Mm, I think Freddie wins it. I think Freddie one hundred percent wins it. Yes. I don't think there's been a better first baseman besides Paul Goldschmidt. Um, Correct. You can make the argument. Not even you can't even make the argument. Christian Walker on the Diamondbacks. He's also he's got a Gold Glove nomination. I think he has a Silver Slugger. Um, but I don't think there's been a better raking first baseman in the National League besides Paul Goldschmidt and mm. Freddie. Um, I have big news. Ooh, um, okay. So you know how the election's coming up, right? Politics and stuff, but Correct. um, they said that Californians will cast votes on two propositions that will legalize sport gambling in the Golden State. So proposition number twenty six would legalize in person sports betting, and proposition number twenty seven, which would legalize online sports betting. What do you guys think? Yes. Do you think they should? Before anybody speaks, I like to have the floor, because according to multiple reports, California is the biggest, largest, largest market for sports gambling. 
and it's going to be tapped when it gets approved in this election. I hope it does. Yeah, I think uh, Colorado already legalized it, like, in 2019. Yes. Both of them. Multiple multiple states already, already have. So come on, California. What are you, what are you waiting yes. for? The big thing that I was seeing, especially because it's on TV and I don't know anything about politics, so don't take my word for it. <laughs> um, the vote no on Prop 26 commercials. Talk about it because it's taking money away from their children. Right? Is that the The, the, the Indian Reserve tribes, especially yes. with Pacha- like places like Pachanga but- or... Or Morongo. If you look at the bottom of the commercial, it's sponsored by the Indian casinos. Oh, I don't know. So, I don't know politics, so don't yeah, ever take it, my word for it. It's <laughs> I don't know politics. I'm not going to say a word. Morongo. Good um, times. Good times. <laughs> I mean, I think 100% I would I would gamble on soccer. I'm a dun, big, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I think just because soccer, I, I know I'm a lot more about soccer than I do baseball, it. and I feel like it's a lot more predictable. Um, yeah, speaking of soccer, November 20th is coming up, guys. The World Cup 2022 in Qatar. So excited. Very excited. Yes. Christmas in November. That's terrible. Who is your favorite? And Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving, yeah. Who is your favorite to win? I want to say big, bold, early prediction here. It's Argentina. I, I really agree with that. I, however, however, Argentina are coming into the World Cup with some injuries. Knox, Paulo Dybala of Roma might miss the World Cup, you know, for Argentina. Messi picked up a knock two weeks ago. Potentially could be out. I know for France, Paul Pogba is not going to the World Cup. They're missing, France is missing a lot of key players. France is probably going to end up like Germany uh, last World Cup. I actually don't think that's going to happen just because I just, because that Germany squad was already aging. This France team is still fresh and still young. I think that, I, I, I really think France gets bounced in the round of 16. Yeah, they'll get it out of they'll get out of their group. Yeah, they'll get out of the group. But they'll probably play a much better team, probably Argentina. Yeah, uh, cuz right now, I mean, France get out of the group easily with Australia, Denmark, Tunisia. They'll it's going to be France, Denmark that come out of the, well, France for sure. Denmark and the Socceroos could really battle out for that second place spot. Um I think Mex- Mexico get bounced in the in the group stages. <laughs> Dude, the way they've been playing, I yes. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't that be surprised. Yeah, trash, 100%. but you know, Poland. I've heard Poland good things about Poland. Poland's a great team. Robert Lewandowski is is menace. Po- is Poland a sleeper? Who who is a sleeper going into My the World Cup? My big sleeper. Not many people are gonna like this pick. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. I think it's the U.S. I Ooh. agree. I agree. I think that I US think team is it's either the U.S. or I really like Senegal. Yeah, I think Senegal, Senegal could have something. a good run. They probably, you know, they're going to have run into way better teams than them. Oh, yeah. Same but, with the U.S. But their group is, uh, let me see real quick. Qatar, the Netherlands, and Ecuador. Yeah, that's it's it's doable. It's 100% doable. I think they can beat Ecuador. I don't know. I'm not going to bash on the Qatar. Um, but the Netherlands are going to go out 100%. Um, group B with England, the U.S., and Wales. I think the U.S. are the big sleepers. Or they get knocked out in the group because it's between the U.S. and Wales for that second spot. No, I don't think that's going to happen because they've been they've been waiting eight years, right? For eight this years. opportunity. And the way the young guys are playing behind Chris Pulisic and all those other cats. And um, they have that, the same coach, I believe, right? I think it's going to be a game changer. I think, I really think that U.S. team, just with all the kids, 
let the kids play. Mm-hmm. Those those kids are hungry. And if they don't yes. do it here, they will do it in 2026 here at home. Ooh. Isn't England versus the US on Thanksgiving? I can actually check that. That sure. is wow. that's gonna be a great game. That is, is poetry. Actually, is that actually and, the thing? And that's like a When's Thanksgiving? The twenty fifth? Yeah. It's always the Friday. Woo-hoo. Oh wait, no. No, Thanksgiving's the twenty fourth. So it's a day after oh, it's the day after Thanksgiving, but that's poetic. <laughs> so you have your turkey, your green beans, your mashed potatoes. Thanksgiving hangovers sitting on the couch. Yes, food hangovers. Sorry about that. You know. Leftovers, mm-hmm. leftovers. As we watch the U.S. Friday morning, U.S. versus England, <laughs> eleven o'clock in the morning. Ooh. I think also Japan are always such a great team to watch in the World Cup. Same. They have a tough group, though. Oh yeah, who's There's in their group? Germany, Costa Rica, Spain. Oh, so either they they probably won't get out of it. Spain and Germany are really good, mm-hmm. unless unless we see an upset like we did last year, and we see South Korea. Help Mexico, like Mexico got out of that group through the luck simply of South because, Korea. yes, yeah. But what about the father uh, Neymar with Brazil? It's either going to be this is how my this is how the World Cup finals going to look. It's either going to be it's either going to be Portugal, Argentina, mm. it's oh. going to be a Messi Ronaldo final. Wow, I really think that <laughs> because Portugal is such a good team and they have the depth to play that far, and Argentina is also fantastic, or it's going to be Brazil winning it all. Brazil's the clear favorite to win oh, it all. Very clear favorite. Very they're fantastic yeah. team with great depth. You have leading the lines of with with you know Neymar. It's it's uh, Vinicius Junior at Real Madrid. You know players like Casemiro at, at Manchester United. You know Anthony going you know from Ajax to Manchester United, flourishing there is gonna get a World Cup call up. You know Gabriel Jesus is gonna make that squad for leading Arsenal to the top of the table. He will get. That starting shot. Wouldn't Brazil might run into Portugal if they go into the knockouts? Potentially. 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 And that would be a very big game. That would be a very, very big game. I just I I say the Portugal Argentina thing because it's their last dance. I would I very highly doubt that Messi and Ronaldo make it to twenty twenty six. I I mean, it's possible. They are in the best shape of their lives. They are fantastic athletes, but this is it. This is yeah. The last this is the last time they'll be in their prime, representing their their so, colors. So basically, this is the last dance for them in their final World Cup, probably. Mm-hmm. Yes, most likely. Probably. Now, is that is that the um, nation soccer team doing, or is that like a personal reason? It's it it's mostly personal. I think you know players come to a point where you have to decide at age. Whether you're cont- going to continue, if you are still physically fit to continue representing your country at a World Cup, at, you know, a Euro, at a Nations League, um, you have to really understand where, what, what position I am. Am I in my, in my career? Can my body handle this? And then, you know, where am I at domestically in a league? And like if I'm, like if I'm, you know, Messi, I'm playing for PSG, rumors him going back to Barcelona next season. Do I keep my body and risk my body to keep playing with the national team and potentially goes back to Barcelona and lead a squad of youngsters who want to win the league, who want to win a Champions League? Mm-hmm. Players like Ma- uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, who potentially wants to leave Manchester United, stays at Manchester United, leaves, leads that team You know, with these young kids. You, know, you have to think about it. Domestically, you're playing for a league. Europe, in Europe, you know, if you're Cristiano Ronaldo, you're playing for the Europa League. In the national stage, you had a World Cup. It's a lot of competitions and a lot of games that just take a toll. 
It's a lot. Yes, it is. It's, soccer is basically year-round. Oh, 100%. For those players, yeah. especially when the World Cup is around. Oh, yeah. So it's... it's. And I really think this is Messi's last time. And do you do you think uh, this is this is like a soccer kind of a reference, where they they push out the old guys and push in the young guys? I think on certain teams, yes, like the U.S. for like example. the U.S. like Mexico. Yes, Mexico is in that phase of of pushing the older. They're the kind of uh, in a rebuild mode. Oh, one hundred percent. I wouldn't doubt. Like I wouldn't be surprised if they don't even get out of their group stage. Everyone knows, or most Mexican fans know that. They are their their team is not that great this year. And coming into the 2018 World Cup, you know we we came out of the the what's that tournament they have before the, the World Cup? Cup? No, no, not the, the Gold qualifiers? Cup. No, the uh, yeah, the Gold Cup. It's the Gold Cup. The one where they never oh, mind. No, the Concacaf. One of those. Concacaf. Yeah. But League they Cup. came. Yeah, they came into the those tournaments, and after that tournament, they were riding high, and they were like, "Oh, we can." We can beat down on the U.S. We could finally talking about. Yeah, we could finally make it past the round of sixteen, and they ended up messing it up in the group stage by losing to Sweden, and um, you could have played Switzerland in the round of sixteen, but you ended up playing Brazil, and so that was probably that was the last chance for that Mexican team. One hundred percent. And Without, coming in, the- you know, not having players like Carlos Vela, yes, and Chicharito now not going to the World Cup because. Carlos Vela, because he doesn't want to. Chicharito, the politics with Tata Martino and just having the whole issues that there are that's going on behind the scenes there. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not taking two of arguably your best goal scorers yeah. to potentially their last World Cup. But is that a huge mistake? But it's not yeah, it's not on the youth. It's not yeah. their fault. But at the same time, it's like these are two veteran presences that need to mm-hmm. be there. You know, oh, yes. these guys know how to score goals. They've been doing it for almost God. Pushing twenty years almost, Carlos mm-hmm. Vela been playing since two thousand. The only player, the only player that I, I've seen on the rosters that I recognize is uh, Guillermo. Memo Cho. Oh, and uh, Gardo, right? He's he is he still playing? Yeah, he's still. Yeah. Oh my goodness! But you lose, you know, you're losing Hector Herrera, um, you know, Andres Guardado. You're losing these guys that are old. You have to mm. push them out. You mm. have to. It's like the same thing with the U.S. You are now pushing. Howard, Donovan, all those guys who are older. Altador. Josie Altador, you know, all these guys that are way too old to be playing for these young guys like Christian Pulisic, you know, and Tyler Adams. And the U.S. team is, you know. It's a great team. Great young team. Tyler Adams, Weston McKinney, Christian Pulisic, you know, Sergio Des playing for Milan. It's it's a great team that can play. The the only thing that I could see that maybe hurts them is they're going to be on the big stage. Oh yeah, yes. and obviously some of these guys have played on a big stage, you know, in Europe and stuff like that. Yeah, but you know, this is a World Cup, and this, this is, is representing your country. Yes, you're playing for the United States of America. So, you know, we'll see how they perform in Qatar. And um, I think this, I think they could be a sleeper. But like I said, I think if they don't do it here, I think they really, really do it in the states. In the states in 2026. And uh, before we move on, I personally think. What has been going on with the women's national team, making making them World Cup champions multiple years, getting parades? I think that, I think that that motivated them. Yeah, that set a fire in them, and look at them now. Eight years later, they finally made it to World Cup. They're back. If you were to pick a team to get upset in the group stage, who would you pick? Argentina. 
Honestly, <laughs> I would not. I wouldn't be surprised if Argentina get really. Oh wow! Because the, I think that that defense and that in the goalkeeping position is where they lack. I think going forward, they're fantastic in the midfield. They they're great. Mm-hmm. It's the defense that's really shaky. I think Brazil Brazil's tight all around. I don't know about Eng- England. Oh, England's just very shaky. Yeah, England <laughs> is... England's either going to be very good or they're going to be they're going to suck horribly. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think England I think it's all about management yes. from that point. Oh yeah, 100%. Cuz um, they have the players. Yes, they do. And soccer is all about time management. Yeah, 100%. And I think you know, if if it's, you know, this is our you know, before we before we wrap this up, I'll say one last thing about England, you know, it's it's a team that has so much depth that it hurts them almost. You know, mm-hmm. you're taking players who, you know, aren't hot because you're you're holding on to them for sentimental value, but you're you're not taking the deserving players. There's a lot of youngsters that who need need to go to this World Cup to prove themselves, and you probably probably won't. Um, Tammy Abraham plays for Roma and Serie A, probably won't go to this World Cup. That that's a big loss. It's a big loss. You know, you're taking players like Trent Alexander Arnold who can't defend to save his life. <laughs> you know. Over a player like Kieran Trippier or Kyle Walker, sadly, Reese James is out injured and is going to miss this World Cup. But like the, that right back spot, so, so, so filled with with depth that mm-hmm. that's why you see players who are English born not play for England because they're never going to get a call up because there's so many there's so much depth in that team. Oh. Okay, everyone, that is all the time we have today. Make sure you listen to RH Sports Zone on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts at El Fasano Media. It comes out every Monday, and be sure to follow our Instagram at El Pie Media. And if you Roadrunners are on campus, be sure to pick up a copy of our newspapers that is located in black boxes located around Rio Hondo. And catch us next Friday. We will have another mystery guest. So stay mm-hmm. tuned. Bye, everyone. Happy Halloween. Be yes. safe and check your candy. Be a gopher, ladies and gentlemen. This is RH Sports Zone signing off.